Hey there, everybody. I'm Ben. I'm here with Clydette. You're listening to the next episode of The Things That We Tell Each Other. And this, I think this episode fits a little better because these this episode is literally stuff that we've not told, we've intentionally not talked about or told each other, but they're things that we would tell each other normally if we weren't sharing it on a podcast and we would have to talk about this craziness. Right. Because there's a lot of craziness, but we'll, let's catch up with each other first and then we got to talk about the the, stu- the media it's crazy stuff that we saw on television yeah so i was at the actually no before we even talk about that holy smokes let's talk about your friday it's a headline say mm-hmm. you went to a big conference for the company that you work for my annual conference. Yeah. Yes. And I'm so proud of you. Um, we were, and we were talking about this a little bit this morning, because obviously I wanted to hear all about your conference and everything, but um, this is the first time that you've been to like a big all-company type conference meeting. Yeah, it says a lot about the career choices I've made that this no. is... No, no, seriously, about the companies I've worked for and the cheapness of their... I like, see what you're saying. Yeah, I thought you were getting ready to no. dig on yourself. No, no, no. It mm-hmm. says a lot about the, the companies I've worked for as a clinician because I'm, I'm, I've been doing this since the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time attending an annual conference through a mental health company that I worked for. And just for those of you that we don't get to talk to all a, a lot, but you listen to the podcast, this, I've never been this happy in in my role as so i'm a clinical supervisor of a team of young therapists uh well one a mom of a college student but she's young at heart and she's Mm -hmm. still young but i say young therapist um so i make myself feel more motherly but (laughs) i supervise them and it's an in-home therapy Mm -hmm. and it's prevention and diversion which means my therapists work with your family to keep your child from being removed from the home either by the state or to have to go live in a shelter because the conflict is so bad and the tension is so bad because there are youth shelters that children can go live in. So that's the job I'm doing and I'm supervising. So I'm taking all the years of experience I've had as a therapist doing in-home, outpatient, drug and alcohol, and I'm now mentoring one therapist who just who literally just finished school has only been in the field a little bit and was able to obtain her license at the same time, which she couldn't do that when I was young. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty special. And then the other clinician's been in the business for 20 years, has two grown kids. She's amazing. She's done state work, education. But this annual conference, the point of the conference, it was at the Florida Hotel, which for those of you, many of you aren't going to be familiar, it 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 makes Hilton look low rent. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it, the fountain alone looked like something from Walt Disney World. The decorations look like Macy's in New York. The hotel is on unbe- brass everywhere, glass everywhere. But it was in this beautiful hotel, and it was Friday. And the, the our CEO of the company, who is a beautiful, accomplished African American male, I say that because any time I can see an African American person get to that level of um, 
leadership and professionalism, especially within the state of Florida, it overwhelms me to the point of where like I might start crying if I talk about him mm-hmm. because he's one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever met. And I was telling a friend of mine, it's just too bad that he's so ugly because so he's he's gorgeous. And I made her spit her coffee at the conference. I'm like, yeah, it's so it's too bad that you know Robert's such a wonderful CEO, but it just be nicer if he was easier on the eyes. But he's the sweetest guy. Started as a caseworker, mm-hmm. as a case manager, lower entry, and is now CEO of one of the biggest nonprofits in the state of Florida. It's amazing. And it was the the conference is designed to just have fun. He said, I'm not going to come here and just talk at you and have speakers. And so we had games. We had, oh, and I, I killed it in Family Feud. Of course. And you then, did. of course, they had an improv mm-hmm. skit. And I rocked the heck out of that. And my whole, <laughs> my boss, my boss's boss forced me to go up and do the improv. 188 people in the room. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, Clyde, it needs to do the improv. So I did the improv, and I that is, is awesome. And I won a prize, and I gave it to Loki because it was a. Basketball. You saw the tiny little basketball <laughs> yeah. in there? Yeah. So anyway, it was the greatest. It, I texted you. It was one of the greatest days of my yep. life, with it, which is a very loaded statement. But I've got to be honest with you. I thought about it for a long time before I texted it to mm-hmm. you. It was literally one of the happiest. It was the happiest days of my life as a professional yeah. in mental health. Because, yeah. you know, it doesn't hold a flame to my nanny days. Right. Because there's no joy in the world like being a nanny. I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter what job you have. The greatest job in the world is being a nanny. <laughs> it's the greatest job in the world. But in terms of being a therapist, it was the happiest day yeah. of my life. And So I got to tell you, well, first of all, I'm so proud of you. But I was working the day leading up to you. You left the day before. So I... I was working with so i'm working at a new job i have a trainer and or somebody who is training me in the new job right just in the position of the actual store but you are going to end up a training manager for the company well that's the that's the hope yeah but anyway i was so proud of you and so excited for you because i had kind of thought about it for a little bit i've been to lots of conferences i know you have been you even went to vegas mm-hmm. so like I've experienced this before and how cool it is and how like it's just cool to be with a bunch of people, right? Well, how many people though for yours? Oh, I don't even you know. You rent they had to rent out an entire hotel in Vegas, right? Oh, it was several hotels. Several hotels. So yeah. thousands of people for yeah. yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we won't name the company because uh, they're crap and we hate them. So mm-hmm. we're not going to give well, them both the of them. Yeah. Both of the company because you went to two big conferences, but y- right. you know how it goes. But it was also super work focused. I've never seen a conference where super fun focused. Yeah. So that was really cool. But I was so proud of you getting ready to go to this. I like I so I spent all day Thursday bragging to my fellow manager and then like so she was super excited, too. And, and all then, the staff in your store. Right. And then Friday, while you were there, same thing. Like, I'm bragging about you. I'm so excited for you. I read her your first text. I'm so excited. This is, this is the greatest day of my life. And I shared that with her. And she actually teared up. And she goes, I am so excited for, for your wife. And she doesn't even know me. Mm-hmm. So, and then you you got to come see me on the way home. I was still Which at work. Was such, so exciting. And she was so excited to hear about about this thing for you so just to see you in your new store and in your new environment it's not your store you're Mm going to inherit your own store here closer to home right but you're training in a in a distant store 
and I, it was on the way home from Orlando. Yep. So I got to stop and see see you. And when she came up to me, a total stranger, and was like, you need to tell me about the conference. Like, I welled up. I was yeah. embarrassed, like I'm doing right now. Because <laughs> like, when a total stranger embraces your happiness yep. and joy, mm-hmm. that's what humanity is supposed to be about. Like, yep. if a total stranger can rally around you and be like, something great happened in your life, can I hear about it? Yeah. But that's the kind of people you're working with right now. Yeah. And I'm so excited it was and happy so cool. for you. Yeah. Yep. She was so sweet. Sweet. Tell me all about it. Like I, yep. like I was her daughter. Yeah, but it was also, such a fun day. I'm so, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And I won prizes for us. Of course you did. Not only Loki's prize, but I got a super sweet gift card. Yeah. For Target, mm-hmm. or as us poor people call it, Target. And then I won a fan, which I was so excited because I thought it was a clip fan, so we could take it to Disney. But it's a USB fan, <laughs> so it, I'm going to have to just sit with when yeah. I'm on my laptop. I'm yeah. so just plugging it in. So when I'm on camera to do meetings and supervision. Your hair will be blowing. All my hair's, and I'm going to yeah. be like Beyonce. Yep. So I'll be like doing supervision. I'm like, we need to work with this family on all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. And my hair is going to be blowing like yep. Beyonce. There you go. Like the queen bee. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but also in the same day... I was unloading the truck of all the freight, and one of the guys that was helping unload the truck said that I looked like he said. Well, first of all, he said you look like somebody yes, share this. on that's in in sync, and I was like, and of course Ben wouldn't know secular music from that time. I knew in sync, but I don't know anybody. But you weren't listening to secular music when in sync right. was famous. But you were listening to Sandy Patty and so Michael I, W. Smith. But he couldn't like give me a name, so I had to Google it. And you Googled it. I Googled it. it. I was like, oh, please tell me it's not the fat guy. It was the fat guy. <laughs> Joey Fatone. And All right, I wait. Mean, not, that's, wait. I guess that's not fair to Joey Fatone. Okay. He's a good-looking dude. He's a good-looking... Here's, here's a couple <laughs> points, though, because you haven't mentioned to me that that's how, how you found out who Joey Fatone was, so I'm not a... I'm very no, but we knew I'm him from when we were still watch, watching Dancing, Dancing with, with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Joey killed it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I Googled it to remember because you've been... There's been two people, and you guys have to tell us what you think about this. You, I've been told that you look like Joey Fatone no. before. But I've also been told, and I don't see this at all, because I think you're, I do mean this in all sincerity, you are a hundred times better looking than this dude, but a couple people, to include a few males, have said you look like Guy Ferrari, the chef that travels around with the spiky gray hair, and allegedly he's really nasty, so I don't think that's a Oh, I've actually heard that he's a really nice guy. Did you? Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Remember my my friend um, Justin from the Weather Channel? Oh, he said he was nice? Yeah, he said when he was covering um, something... um, I think it was Louisiana. He met Guy? He said Guy was just there. He's always in Louisiana. In the shelters cooking food for yes, people in the true. shelters. And he said he was the nicest guy. Do you know what? Maybe I'm maybe I'm mixing him up with someone else. Of course, not Gordon Ramsay, because Gordon Ramsay had a reputation that he built a brand on as being a mm-hmm. jerk. But he's one of, my God, when you watch him on those other reality shows and he does therapy with the people and makes them cry, mm-hmm. he's one of the nicest. And his kids say he's a pain in the ass, but he's sweet. Yeah. I see it with Joey. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pissed off that you think that's an insult because Joey is hot. Uh-huh. He's got the salt and pepper going on like you do. Uh-huh. And here's another prop to you. Okay. Since you started the new job, you've lost a lot of weight because you're on your feet 24-7. Yeah. With the old job, you were on your feet, but you were also it at It was a desk. in spurts, yeah. 
and it wasn't for very long. So you're not of time. you're not built like Joey, but I see the salt and pepper, and you have similar eye shape and okay. similar nose shape. All right. And he wears a goatee with the salt and pepper like you do. Mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, something's going through your head right there. What mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> I was picturing you dancing with NSYNC, and my God, if if NSYNC saw you dance, NSYNC they would, would like, probably hire me immediately. It would be in and out sync. You would be you would be starting the, this, the band out sync, as in get out, get off the dance floor. Yeah, but yeah, Joey, NSYNC was a poor man's new kids on the block. Man, when I was mm-hmm. growing up, we liked NSYNC, but you know we couldn't allow ourselves to be loyal to them because of the new kids mm-hmm. but you know Justin Timberlake that's how I gotta start wait on NSYNC my god are you serious right now are you serious right now I knew he was in a boy band I just I can never remember what which one what boy band did you think it was the Four Tops from 1947 I, I didn't put enough thought into it to remember yeah, which one it was he gotta start on NSYNC okay great and he, when he left he he broke a lot of hearts mm-hmm you need to Google him in NSYNC when he had the big curly hair. And yeah. That was I, when he was dating Britney here in Orlando, yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah. I know all that. And he messed her up good. But anyway, enough about that. That's not the kind of media we're talking about, but that's hilarious. I love that someone said that. That's awesome. <laughs> so I was at the gym this morning. On a Sunday, on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my gym schedule's kind of it's shifted a little bit. Yeah, that's the only sad thing. with You're not going every day at 4 Right. Because sometimes you're at the store by 5.30. Mm-hmm. So, or I have to leave at 5.30. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry. But I that'll also change cup. slightly once I take over my own store. Yeah, when you take over your own store, then Cause you... Because it's different hours. you doing um, your own thing. But I, I looked up while I was working out, and I, sometimes I, like, I don't have sound for any of the TVs, because I, you know, how they, like, just have TVs lined up, but it's, you can, like, program into them, which I don't mm-hmm. do, because I, I move around a lot. But there is a video of this. It was, I guess it's like a, a can like a door camera that caught it. This lady got attacked by a raccoon and was like shaking it all around. I guess it like grabbed onto her leg Wait, and she no, was I, shaking. I saw this. The daughter. Nuh-uh. The daughter got. Oh, see, I couldn't. I couldn't. It's a child. Got attacked by the, the raccoon. Mother's How did you see this? I saw this in the middle of the night in the news on my Google News. Uh-huh. This has gone viral, mm-hmm. but it's the child. The woman is being hailed as a hero for just stepping in and saving her little girl's life yeah. and shielding her with her own body. It was pro- Sadly, they're not aggressive animals, so it was probably rabid. Mm-hmm. But anyway, tell but me about what, what you What cracked saw. me up was like I, I, towards the end of the video, the lady just like basically she, just threw this raccoon across the yard. Across the yard. She go get in the house. And that I could see I couldn't hear the sound. So you're going to have oh, to explain God, it with the Dad, sound. You need to watch it with the sound because the first thing it's difficult for me as a nanny because the little girl is the size of one of my babies. Mm-hmm. And she was screaming, crying, bloody murder. Yeah. And the thing is wrapped around her leg, biting into her leg. She probably had to go get tested and all that stuff for rabies. Yeah. And just bite. And it's daylight. So this is how you know he's sick because they're nocturnal. He Mm -hmm. shouldn't be out not even looking for food. He should be sleeping in his den. So grabs the leg, biting the leg. Help. She's screaming. The mom comes out, grabs it by the nap of the neck, like where the mother carries the raccoon or puppy or kitten grabs it takes it off of her and it's it's doing the sound where it goes 
and it's like crying and screaming yeah. and it's trying to get at her hand yeah she's like get in the house get in the house i, I gotta tell you right now i pictured me as a nanny because <laughs> this is exactly how it would go down yeah she manages to hold this big fat raccoon in one hand open the screen door behind her back push the kid in yeah like some kind of military mission slams yeah. the door and then she's She's panicked. You can see the panic in her eyes. So she doesn't know what to do. She's holding the raccoon. It's trying to kick to get up to her. Yeah. And then she just shucks it. Yeah. She starts screaming to a neighbor something like, help me, help me. But ain't nobody coming over. No. Nobody's coming over. So then she just, like you said, she just takes it like a ball, like a sack, <laughs> like a sack of something and just chucks in the yard. He lands on all four feet and then he scurries off. Yep. But he landed on all four feet. Uh-huh. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't help but when I was watching the video, I was like, said out loud, I'm like, and that's a perfect ten because he did, he, he, he totally landed perfectly. But the fear and the terror in the child's when mm-hmm. you listen to the audio, I'm telling you right now, it's painful because mm-hmm. she's screaming, crying. Mm-hmm. She's probably no more than eight, mm. and she's little, she's petite, right? And this raccoon, probably half her weight, has got her by the leg, right? See, I think I missed gnawing on it. So then I probably, I think probably, probably part way through the video when where it mommy caught my attention. Her. Yeah, because yeah. I just kind of like, because there's so many different TVs, and I sometimes I just like to watch the subtitles to see what what's being reported on with minus all, like the commentary behind it. That kind of cracks well, me up. I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been attacked by an animal? I don't think we've ever talked about this. That yeah, when I was a kid, we had a neighbor with a German Shepherd that he would just let roam around. And I was attacked by this German Shepherd. I don't think... Actually, no. You know what? Even a better story, though. Mm. Hold the phone. Hold Mm. the phone. You're looking at me like I know about the German Shepherd story. Okay. And I don't think the dog was being... Like, it wasn't being super aggressive. It just didn't know how to play with little kids. So, just tell me a little bit about that. It was just knocking me and my sister over a lot why do you have to word it like that like you two were just like he had a bowling ball and yeah. you were the pens we kind of were <laughs> but he didn't bite he just knocked no. you oh okay so it was so kind of terrifying playing. but it wasn't yeah we didn't know how to play with a big dog and the dog obviously didn't really know how to play with us either did you get hurt no did she get hurt uh Trina? i mean everything hurt her but <laughs> Okay. Awkward silence. Family. Family. No, but remember the dog in Harrisburg? God. So. Tell the people. I saw this dog wandering around the neighborhood when I was, and I I saw the dog before, like, as I was walking Loki out. We had an alley when we lived in Yeah, and I kind of, I was trying to go a direction I thought the dog wasn't going, but the dog had circled back and kind of come through some bushes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this dog attacked Loki. Well, he saw Loki and thought mm-hmm. stuffed mushroom. Something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he I ran. Didn't he barrel for him? Yeah. So, like, I was already kind of like, I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Because so, I could kind of tell something was off. And this dog lunged for Loki as I was already bending down to pick Loki up because I was trying to get Loki into my arms. God almighty, I can't. And this dog lunged, like went... Mid-air. He went off the ground. When, when I went down to pick up Loki, this dog lunged. And I like the only thing I thought to do was just to punch it. And I punched it right in the mouth. Now see, all right, everyone. So you guys all know that I believe animals should be treated better than some people. But I've got to tell you all, when this happened, it was a justifiable assault. 
Like, mm-hmm. the only way you were going to stop him, because if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, because the same dog came after me. Yeah, it was sh- the same dog. He yep. showed his teeth, mm-hmm. bared the teeth. He had one agenda, which was to grab Loki. And if he would have got him in his mouth, we would have lost Loki. Right. There's, I've, I have a lot of friends who have lost small right. dogs to one bite. Well, and I couldn't, because Loki was kind of out in front of me. I, I really wanted to shield. initially I was trying to just shield Loki with my body and like I think everything would have been fine but because Loki was out in front of me and I was having to bend down to pick Loki up out in front of me I yeah I didn't have a choice I'm extremely attracted to you right now oh when you retell this story you might have to yeah you pause might have this to pause <laughs> so we can kiss you know <laughs> uh, hold hands um, no, when you tell this story and the father comes out in you mm-hmm. and the former chaplain's assistant where we would use our anything to protect the life of anyone clergy, but when the father comes out in you, it, it's really beautiful because when you came home, you were you were white as a mm-hmm. stinking ghost. Like, I mean... And well, and it, it cut my hand up, And too. it cut your hand up because you got the teeth. When mm-hmm. you I literally punched it right in its mouth. <laughs> now, here's the sad thing about this story. That dog kept attacking, and then we just never saw it again. So I wonder yeah. if the state intervened and finally picked it up because multiple neighbors had complained. Yeah. But he got me... He chased me once. Yeah. And this was when I was big and out of shape, and I actually couldn't outrun him. Mm-hmm. Now I could outrun him, probably. Well, at least give him a run for his money. Right. But I wasn't going far. Mm-mm. And he came barreling down that. And all I could, in my situation, I just turned around and did what they say allegedly helps in a bear, which is bull. Don't ever listen to this where if you try to stand at them and yell at them, they're just going to eat you loudly. It's a, <laughs> you're just going to be, it's going to have a loud death. You yelling, that's how you're going to die. I just yelled at him and stomped at him, and he actually ran away. And we're saying him. That's not fair. It could have been a her. I don't know. I think know. it was a her, actually. You think it was a her? Mm-hmm. See, it's just odd behavior, but it did happen. Mm-hmm. So any, any other animal attacks? I don't... Mine all center around horses. Yeah. Yeah, mine are all from my days of being in horses. I've been bit. I've been picked up. I've been thrown. I've been stepped on. I've been run over. <laughs> I've been wedged up against a wall in a barn. Yeah. I've been... Yeah, I was kicked a few times. Chest, stomach groined knee i had my ankle rolled because he stood on my body was going one way and he was going the other way and he pinned me so i rolled my ankle trying to get out from under him i've been spit on by them mm. bitten i mean i make it sound like they're satanic rabbit animals but you know all these instances were you know they were hurt horses hurt people they right. were all abused right <clears throat> excuse me so yeah. The worst, though, is getting kicked in the stomach. Though, oh, geez. That'll mess up your day real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was throwing up for about three hours. Oof. Yeah. But it's my fault. I <laughs> No, I was giving a, I was giving an injection. Yeah. And I had I let him know I was there, and I let him know what he was going to do. But because he had been so abused, he had zero tolerance for the needle. Normally, you know, their, their flesh is so thick mm-hmm. that normally a shot doesn't really bother them. But I had come around him and let him know, you know, I'm here. I'm going to do this. And I, I, I was in such a hurry to get 33 horses done, I didn't do the pat first. I just got in with the needle, and it scared the hell out of him, and he just kicked me. I was like, as soon I went right to the ground. I was like, I totally deserve that. Like, I got up and told him, yeah, uh, you were right. I should have warned you. Yeah. He, he, felt, he showed remorse, but, I right. mean, he kicked me right into the wall, and I slid down the wall like in a, like in a cartoon. He, like, kicked me, and I hit the wall, and I was like, down to the sawdust. And then he turns around and sniffed me. He's like, you okay? I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for kicking me in my... And then I threw up all over the stall. Dang. 
But that was one thing. I'm glad you saw the same video. That blows my mind because yeah. usually I can predict when you're going to say something. I've, if I've seen it, I'll yeah. be like, I know I saw it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to break for a commercial. But this next show, there's a lot to unpack. I've not. I don't want to. I have not talked to you about it. But we both saw the commercial together, and we both gave each other a look. <laughs> and I just said to him, "Don't even talk about this yeah. show. Let us do it on the podcast, right? Because this is so." Right now, <laughs> the feelings that we are having about this show are so intense. Yeah. I said, don't say a word. Let's brew some coffee and let's go record. Yeah. And I say that as we go to commercial for, and everyone get ready for it, Anchor. Good job. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anchor. And I am excited because you've told me today that I'm going to get the chance to record a commercial. So yeah. you all look out because it's going to be recorded with my own flair, yeah. but I will do Anchor justice because Anchor has been very good to us. Yeah. So I will give Anchor the proper shout out without a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> Welcome back Ooh. to a podcast. That's all I got. <laughs> um, usually I a like podcast a from podcast from a galaxy far, far, far away. Far away called. Um, the things we tell each other. I had to um it. <laughs> Listen, you usually do the bringing back and whatever, but I wanted to give you a little break today and I brought us back. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't enjoy the bringing us back or bringing us in as much as you do. No. I don't so, know that I really enjoy it either. But No, but you do it really well and I like it. Thank you. All right, so here's the thing. There is a new show <laughs> on a channel I do not watch. Right. But unfortunately, some of our shows are on this channel, and I'm not giving them any attention. And the football, and which the is football. what we were watching when we, we saw this. We were watching this. football, yeah. and we just witnessed a commercial. So I've seen this commercial several times. You have. I had never seen it till just now. Right. And yep. I, but I have not really paid attention to it until we were both, so we both happened to be there, and this commercial came on. I want to say something first. Sure, right? go for I it. I just got... Gee, Right now, I look like I'm dying. <laughs> I'm attached to the table by 67 wires. I didn't have this many wires when I was in the hospital trying to die from getting weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. We enjoy reality show genre. We do. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ever watch me. You're never going to see me watching Keeping Up With The Doofuses. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not watching the Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Those idiots. I mm-hmm. don't watch that. But the reality shows in, ten, in, in terms of how people push themselves, stretch themselves. Now, we don't watch Naked and Afraid Mm-mm. because there's too, there's, too much thing, there's too much for me to make fun of. And I won't <laughs> be able to take it seriously. But a lot of people love Naked and Afraid. I, yeah. I'm, if I'm naked, I'm afraid. I have right. no desire to be naked and afraid. Mm-hmm. It's already fear-based for me to be naked. So why do I need to go around in the wilderness? But anyway, <laughs> this show... Uh-huh. is called Special Forces Show The Ultimate Test. It okay. literally says the special, special Forces Show. Colon, The Ultimate Test. Okay. Okay. Now, <laughs> it's, it's done. Yeah, but there was a specific moment in the commercial that well, caught your attention. But let us explain okay. the show. Sure, 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 so sure, sure, sure. Basically, the special forces belong to the United States Army. Yeah. It is an elite school. Yeah. Eighty-something percent of people fail out of the school due to physical, emotional, or mental right. injury. Mm-hmm. It is one of the toughest schools, minus 
SEAL school. SEAL school kind of gives it a run for its money, but again, SEAL's Navy, it's a different type of training. Right. Special Forces is very difficult. It, I would say Special Forces is probably... Do you think it's more difficult than I want, I want, SEAL? No, I would, I would never dare say that. What I would say, though, is from what I know about both... And I was at Fort Bragg for a while, so mm-hmm. I, I you were with the Special Forces, yeah. I I don't I wouldn't say well around around, around. them, yeah, probably not, more not so with than the unit. than other people, um, and and I knew some Special Forces soldiers, mm-hmm. and so I also I. knew some that went through the training and failed, mm-hmm. and there's no so shame in I. that because it is so difficult, so hard. I would say Special Forces requires you to be more diverse in what you can do than SEAL. Yeah. Because SEAL is mainly water training, right? It's it's a lot of drowning. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of But I'm saying like torture. mentally I think mentally Really? That's Special Forces is probably you have to you have to be super smart. It's actually. so yeah, it's not only it's not only a physically and challenging school, but it it's intellectually challenging. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, having said all that, it, you know, first before you watch the show, Google some, just Google some stuff about special forces training. In fact, it's so hard they get their own color beret. That's how hard it is. Mm-hmm. So the army has black berets. Then you got your raspberry beret, not as in the Prince song, but the raspberry berets for airborne, huh? Mm-hmm. And then special forces green, right? It's green. Is it green? Green. I beret? was actually trying to remember as you said or that. Or is it tan? I think it changed. It changed because when. The big controversy when mm-hmm. the army switched over to everybody getting a beret, the Just black beret. A joke. The special forces had to give up their beret. So I think they got, yeah, I think it went tan. Which is wrong. Which is but wrong. also, it looked way cooler. It looked way cooler. So I feel like they still won out in the But end. Here's, here's why, like, okay, I'll watch it because, yeah. And then it, what's cute is they're all in their desert gear. Yeah. They're in tan clothing right. with their desert boots mm-hmm. that they've been issued on a reality TV show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's the comment, okay? Now, and it's led by former special forces people, right? So I should be kind. Con- we need to research that because if it is led by former special, I think it is. Right. So I should be a little nicer in the fact that they earn the right to maybe use their skills to do a TV show. I have nothing. That's they're my heroes. Right. We're talking about celebrities. They're calling them celebrities, mm-hmm. okay? You're talking about people like Kate Crazy Goslin, mm-hmm. who's an idiot. Okay. Jamie Lynn Spears, fine. Britney Spears' sister. She's a nice girl. Mel B. Celebrity, we, though? I, I Celebrity adjacent. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Mel B., we loved until she started getting cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on, on America's Got Talent. Yeah. She started getting really yeah, she weird. she started in really and aggressive. And that was when she was going through a divorce. And then Beverly Mitchell, who was somebody I watched on 7th Heaven when I was a kid. These aren't really big celebrities, but there's a male celebrity, and I didn't catch it quick enough. Mm-hmm. Okay? This was the comment that got me. So this is what he said. He stand there all sweating and breathing hard. You know how they are after they've done a challenge. And he's like, and this is the quote, this is the hardest thing. I've ever done. My initial thought is, first thing, if this is the hardest thing you've ever done is do a TV show mm-hmm. where they say cut when you get overwhelmed, right. sweaty, or tired, yeah. then you haven't had a hard life. Second thing, yeah. this is a TV show. Yeah. You get to stop. Yeah. You get to pause. Mm-hmm. You get breaks. Mm-hmm. This is not like special forces just training. Walk away when you And you can you want. just walk away and still get paid. Right. Probably we never, millions. We never had that option. 
So here's the thing with these shows that gets on my nerves. Like, Talk to me. Well, th- this is, it's fake hard. It's yeah. not like, when I think about basic combat training and well, some advanced of the stuff individual training. looks pretty hard. It does look hard, but, but, they, I think, but they can stop. Right, that's my thing. And like, there's no shame. Right, I, I think what bothers me is just that. They could stop whenever they want. They'll be embarrassed, right. but they're not going to be dishonorably discharged from a, a force of the United States military Correct. to carry that shame right. and never be able to get a mortgage. But, plain devil's advocate, and not necessarily, because I, I still 100% stand by what we just said about the celebrities. I still appreciate shows like this to give some awareness to the military, how oh, hard it is. That's a good reframe. Right. Yeah. Now, but Kate got- for, I think, Mr. Celebrity, like, read the room. Like, yes, what you just went through might have been difficult. Like, difficult in that moment. Like, living that life and n- literally not getting to walk away is a uh, hundred times different. And I'm not trying to poo-poo this idea because I'm not trying to say, oh, we we were in the Army, so we know how hard it is. Look, I was never in Special Forces school. I right, was never same. airborne. You did air assault, mm-hmm. which is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And people that try to make fun of that school, it's because they couldn't go through that school. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of somebody right now who used to give you a hard time, but it's because he never could have accomplished that school. Right. But here's the thing. Kate <laughs> Gosling is going to do Special Forces the ultimate test. Yeah. She's an emotional terrorist. Like, she's an abusive, verbally abusive, disgusting human being. I watched the show. I saw how she talked to her kids. She literally, with words, assassinated the character of a human being to where her husband couldn't even eat in public or go to the grocery store because people would do things to him and yell at him. Okay. This was Kate plus eight. Remember, they oh, were one of the yeah. first families mm-hmm. to ever have that many kids and do a reality show. Yeah, and they ended up divorced through yeah. it, and she ended up being a diva and thinking she. Right. And they started out this conservative Christian family. She was right. overweight, and she had her stupid little mullet, her judgmental conservative mullet haircut. <laughs> and then she thought she was so cool because she got a Karen haircut and became the ultimate definition of Karen. But like this, like I have no desire to watch Kate Gosling struggle to climb a rope. Right. Like. Right. But I don't know. I mean. I don't know. It just annoyed me. Like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Okay, it's a TV show, bro. Yeah. All right. Go to basic training. But, like, all the time, these celebrities that go to play soldiers on movies, this cracks me up. I know. The, I know. The interview, I, but the interview would be like, what'd you do to get ready for the role? And he's yeah. like, I went to basic training for seven days. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so, so how many? Yeah. Seven days. I was off Saturday and Sunday, yo. Yeah. So it was really five. Yeah. I hate you. Like, don't don't talk to me about yeah. going to basic training as a celebrity, putting on the uniform like it's a costume from Spirit Halloween. Yep. And then the minute you get sweaty, your personal assistant hands you, you know, hands you smart water, yeah. and you get to walk away with a granola bar. Yeah. Like, I was thinking the other day. <laughs> Because I'm not sleeping right now. Like, yeah. I'm like a vampire. Yeah. It's like seriously to the point right Except now. Except vampires sleep during the day. You also during, don't sleep, sleep during, during the day. The day but I'm to the point now where I'm getting a coffin, and in between calls, I'm just going to seal myself in it. Right. I'm not sleeping. And everybody, just so you all know, for people that actually care about my well-being, I don't know what's causing the insomnia. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm in a great place. I have a little, you know, I'm always battling depression. 
and depression flared up recently due to a, a um, an ending of a very lengthy friendship and just I've been sad I've been crying a lot I've been mourning grieving the mm-hmm. loss of my friend well so I'm not sleeping and I was thinking the other day when I couldn't sleep <laughs> back to how little I slept at basic training. Yeah. Because we've talked about this in the past before, but I was younger. Yeah. I was younger. Yeah. So when they were like waking us up in the middle of the night, because yeah. that was the thing. Yeah. They drill you and wake you up in the middle of the night, which fun fact, when you're deployed, you are often woken up in the middle of the night right. for life like life or death situations Mm -hmm. like we would get woken up for like a potential scud alert meaning a bomb was Mm -hmm. headed for the compound (laughs) and they would make us go to a shelter that was real life crap basic training they would wake you up by dumping water on you and laughing in your face calling you fat as you hobbled to the door trying to find a way out right and i was thinking about this lack of sleep and then when i look at these reality shows i'm like where are they sleeping right probably in a five-star hotel oh yeah or in a trailer Right. right, with air conditioning. Right, and yeah. they probably in, in a you know cheese and meat board. Yeah, like a charcuterie. I can never say the word right, so I didn't say it. And they have a personal <laughs> assistant checking their messages. Yeah, I didn't talk to my family for weeks. Right, and when I finally got a phone call, somebody yelled in my ear after sixty seconds, "Get the off the phone." Yep, you fat maggot. Mm-hmm. Like, so they go on these TV shows, and I'm sorry, it's it's really arrogant of me. It really is. I can feel it right now. Mm-hmm. how arrogant I sound but I don't care it's a TV show I don't want to hear about how that's the hardest thing if this is the hardest thing you've ever done what have you been doing yeah like yeah. it's a TV show that's like me going on Wheel of Fortune not getting the vowel right and being like this is the hardest thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me <laughs> and other people that like are really smart and have seven degrees are like really right you didn't get an E yep okay yep move on so I don't know. I'm so irritated by it. What are, I need to shut up. What so, are you feeling about it? And I, I'm note, parched from how angry I am. I'm parched. You're also really leaning into your mic right there. Thank you for always pointing that out. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> Side note. I clicked my pen. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Oh. We, so I'm unloading this truck, right? And the reason why it was Saturday and not the normal day was because the truck driver had something happen with his truck and then they didn't have the proper equipment. So we were having to like walk all like all the way to the back of this long trailer to get all the stuff and then bring it over and like roll it down the roller at the end of the truck. Like when we moved. Yeah. But twice that. But twice that. Oh my god. And we I'm so I, you know me. I'm just going to start conversations with random people. So I started a conversation with the driver and it kind of he said something that made me think maybe he was in the military. So I asked him if he was in the military and he, or if he was former. And he said no. And after a little bit, he goes, and I, I love these stories, but I tried to. Did you say you were before he told the story? You have to tell I me. I did. Oh, shiza. Okay, go so, ahead. So then he, the, the conversation went, I tried to, but I couldn't get in because of childhood, whatever, whatever, meaning he had some sort of record. And then he mm-hmm. said, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably good that I wasn't because I would have been too good of a soldier. Oh, my God. So I love variations of this conversation, and this has happened to us a lot. We're like, were you in the military? No, I couldn't get in because my feet were flat. Right, or like I tried, and whatever asthma. reason they they have, but huh. it's kind of like, like first of all, like thank you for, because it's usually like mm-hmm. they thank us for our service, but inevitably 
it turns to like well like a variation of like I tried to be in the military or I should have been but or, they didn't let me right and and there's but been like, so many reasons they're hilarious I mean some of them are really good but it's funny I almost like feel like like I never want to take away from somebody thanking a veteran oh yeah that's but like read the room like telling somebody that went through something like that that they tried to get in is a little demeaning like it takes away the thank you a little bit you I know can, what I mean? I, I can see that, but I bet they don't. They, right. They wouldn't see that, yeah. Now, some of them are legit reasons, and I'm not making fun mm-hmm. of them. Like, some of them, like, but, like, it's common knowledge now to know to not even try if you have asthma. Right. That's been out since Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Like, people know since Vietnam, don't try to get in. Asthma is a deal breaker mm-hmm. because, see, you have to be able to breathe. Like, it, right. you it's can't very pause. essential. You can't pause to... To pump your inhaler while being shot at. Mm-hmm. All right. But some of them are so weird. Like, I tried to get in, but yeah, like. Where I play Call of Duty. No, that's a different one. This is, don't, do, that's a different one. Whenever they go, that's different. When they tell us what an amazing soldier they'd be because they're awesome at Call of Duty. Yeah, that's true. That's hilarious. That's a different thing. Yeah. But when they do the whole, yeah, I tried to get in, but like, yeah, my mom's was sick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Then flat feet, we hear that a lot. Here's the deal. Um, flat feet, that was a thing, mm-hmm. but that's not going to be an excuse within, like, the last... Right. Dating back to me in 2000, that's not going to be an excuse for... So 23 years, mm-hmm. they'll buy you a pair of orthopedic shoes with an insert. Right. Flat feet was more people telling me prior to probably the 90s where, yeah, that was a deal breaker. Now, there is a positive version of this. Because there are people that think it's for a service and then say, I could never do what you did. Yeah, I, I think that's really sweet when yeah. they say that. Yeah. And my response is, well, you'd probably surprise yourself. but Which is really nice of you because most of the people that say that are right, they couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. I have a, like a lot of my female friends after I went through it all yeah. would say to me, Clyde, there's no way I ever could have done that. Right. You know, And they're right because yeah. <laughs> the females that have told me that, there's no way they could have done that. But anyway, this show... Are we going to watch it? Is my question. No, we're not even going to give it a try. I don't. I don't care enough about it. I'm afraid if we watch it, uh-huh. I'm going to get annoyed. Right. Because you saw how angry I got just talking about the concept. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to get annoyed, <laughs> and then that it's not going to be fun for me. Then, right? You know. Yeah. It's kind of how we are when we watch army movies yeah okay now most of you might not know but most military movies they have consultants okay Mm -hmm. and consultants are helpful and they do try to get us within the room of reality but it's drama Mm -hmm. so like but the hurt locker okay older Mm -hmm. movie older reference guys phenomenally done Mm -hmm. and i i know i knew bomb technicians and they all say it was very accurate right um black hawk down too accurate too accurate. Mm-hmm. I have friends that had to up their therapy when they saw that movie. Yeah. Okay. Side note on that one. Um, that older movie too. I actually so one of the sergeants that was portrayed in that movie mm-hmm. later on became a chaplain. Yes. And I worked with him at Fort. I didn't work That's with him, but I got awesome. worked around him at Fort Bragg. He was in eighty second. That's crazy. Yeah. But I don't think I can watch the show. And this makes me think about other reality shows we have not. I just realized something. Huh. You and I don't really watch a lot of where it's the struggle reality. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like, Naked and Afraid, Survivor. 
It's been on right. for 67 years. We right. never watch that. Mm-mm. I don't, I think, and this, again, arrogant, okay? I think once you do the military, <laughs> you watch a TV show about eating crickets and trying to fight for bad pizza. Yeah. Like trying to, you like yeah. killing each other off the island to get to the prize of bad pizza. It's a, it's like, it's annoying and it slaps me in the face. It's yeah. a slap in the face. Yeah. Um, what are some other reality shows? Amazing Race. Amazing That's Race. Actually, I was surprised to show, see I mean. that. I remember watching it when it started. What was that, 2000, 2001? It's, it's an old show. Um, like I watched the f- like first two seasons of it, never watched it again. And so when I saw that pop up on a commercial the other day, I was like, oh, wow, that's still around? Yeah. It's like 18, 18 years, 20 years? Yeah, and it's my incredible. mind is like going blank. For other survivor shows that yeah. we will not watch. Right. So it's not only that. It's <laughs> not only the fact that I'm a veteran and that stuff annoys me. It's also some of the reality shows, what they're challenging themselves. Okay, so like the bear guy. The bear guy that does the celebrities where he takes them out and they got to sleep on a side of a cliff. That guy. That show looks interesting. Uh-huh. Like um, Thor's done it. Chris Timesworth's done it. The big big names have done that show. I'm sure Huge that the names. guy that plays Thor would love to know that. Well, I always confuse him with Chris Evans, but I mean, I know Hemsworth because, like, uh, come on, <laughs> he's Thor and he's freaking beautiful. But um, that show, I can get behind that show because I've never been challenged. I mean, I lived in a desert. Mm-hmm. You just swallowed really loud. I know. Just I'm so, so you know. sorry. Yeah. Um, that show's kind of cool. But I, d- I did start to get annoyed when they were, like, t- talking about being too hot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I- <laughs> stop. Like, right. you're hot for how long? Right. How long are you guys filming this show? Mm-hmm. A week, if that, yeah. with time off? Yeah. Don't talk to me about going to the desert in California. <laughs> and you're crying because your makeup is running. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, my face melted off in Iraq. So yeah, I get arrogant. I can't. Yeah. I stopped Some sweating. I got so hot. Rightly so. Yeah. Now other shows though, we do like a good, you know, in a di- this is in a different lane, but but we do love our Dancing with the Stars, and that's we used sort to. of we used to, and then they got rid of um, Aaron, and they got rid of Tom, and then I yeah. was out. Once they made it, what's her face? I was out because I can't stand her. Yeah. But. Yeah, as soon as I saw that commercial, I was like, we're not, we're going to have to talk about this on the podcast because I yeah. can't. <laughs> what else are you thinking over there? Um, so you, I, have, you have some secret I do topics. have some notes. Okay. So I, I, I was looking up articles when we were thinking about doing the podcast today. <laughs> and I, why are you laughing? It's funny. <laughs> Makes me laugh. So I saw this article about a guy who inadvertently threw away his wife's wedding rings. Apparently she had like was cleaning them and put them on a, a white napkin and like kind of folded it, which I feel like is a mistake. It's a big mistake. Well, my one ring went down the disposal. Yeah. Not my wedding, but it was a nice right. ring. Gone. And she, so he threw them away. Oh my God. And then when she realized like, where are my wedding rings? And he was, and she was like, "Where were they?" And she was like, "They were on a paper napkin." Oh God! And he was like, "Uh oh, I think oh, I threw them away." God! So that's bad. But we're, how long? Hold on, before I finish with the story, what are your reactions there? 
It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. It's her fault. Okay. It's her fault. I can't even imagine the level of panic going through that guy's brain, though. I would probably attack you, even though that is my fault. I would probably attack you, and mm-hmm. I'm just admitting this now. I would be mad. But, so listen to what this guy did. What did he do? Apparently, like, it wasn't just in his trash can. He took the trash to a dump or, like, a waste place, right? He took it himself, so yeah. he, um, no one picked it up. So at least he knew where it was going. Right, so he went back to that dump. Oh, my God. And talked to somebody, and and they were like, okay, so, like, I guess they were able to look, like, kind of figure out between, like, video cameras, and, like, he gave them kind of a general idea of when they, wow. when he did it. That So they went through video cameras and pinpointed the time that he was there, and I guess they had a general idea, like, by day where that trash was. Wow. They also, he remembered throwing away celery sticks in the trash with it. So they dug out like to the area where they thought that trash might be and then there was a celery stick sticking out of one of the bags and he found them found them how long do you know from time of lost to time of recovery i don't know that detail oh that's that's a critical piece for the marriage surviving mm. i don't i don't know if you're i'm trying to figure out as a therapist but that's a critical moment. okay yeah that's critical. how did he convince the people working at this waste management facility how did he convince them because it's not just a simple matter of like oh yeah let's go look it's like lots of trash i think they had like they got the big loader and like they were literally like digging out you think that's what it was it's dudes protecting dudes these mm. trash guys, if they were ever found themselves in a situation, they know this guy doesn't want to go home without <laughs> these rings. Would you want to come home without no. my, especially if, my first ring that you gave me that has sentimental value? Right. I would have, like, if they wouldn't have agreed to, like, get out their equipment and start digging with the equipment, I would have been up on the top of this trash heap digging through the trash. This, and this bring this is an interesting thing to talk about, which, which <laughs> you have, you We've never talked about this, but I would be devastated. But I yeah. know cognitively in yeah. the moment I could not blame you. Emotionally, I yeah, would but probably, that doesn't matter. But I would probably rage on you, mm-hmm. and I would regret it. But here's what I understand. You guys don't give a rat's ass about your rings. And here's, how, and here's why I want to say this. <laughs> when you did your last job, it was physically unsafe for you to wear that ring mm-hmm. because you could have that whatever that disgusting, do not Google it, but the, 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 can, there's an actual medical term for when a wedding band is ripped off of a man's hand, taking mm-hmm. all the skin of the finger with it, happened right. to Jimmy Fallon. Right. Okay? It was a year watching that show that he was still in some type right. of bandage mm-hmm. or cast. Yours is left here now with your job yeah, but some all of that the is time. Just habit from the last year of Okay, valid. Yeah. Valid. But for you guys, if I threw that ring out, uh-huh. this is I, I want first thing, I'm gonna guess what you would say and you feel free in front of everyone that listens <laughs> to tell me if I'm right or wrong. If I threw your ring out, this is exactly what you would say to me, calmly somewhat lovingly it's all right we'll get a new one right i i can't disagree with that statement not at all can you because <laughs> that's exactly what you say if my rings get thrown out yeah i'm dying inside what's the difference because no i mean i know what the difference well, is first why thing, is I have it different diamonds 
Well, true. Your ring probably came off of, we probably got that off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it's black, it's glass, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Some type of glass, and it's got a gold embossed. Yeah. No, I think we got it from a nicer place than just ordering it on Prime. But you you used to have a beautiful gold wedding band, but you were like a child when I married you, so it doesn't fit your finger anymore. Mm -hmm. We need to get you another one because I like you in a gold wedding band. Okay. First thing, I have diamonds. Mm -hmm. Like diamonds, plural. I mean, that's valid. Plural. So there is more value in your ring. Yeah. Uh Second thing, there's the emotional attachment to that ring because you used that ring to propose to me in Germany. True. And I chose that ring when it was headed for you selling it. Yeah. So there's a beautiful story behind that first ring right. because initially that ring wasn't meant for me, but the universe meant it for me. Correct. And that's why it means so much to me. Mm-hmm. And ladies, just so y'all know, he didn't understand what he was buying, but it was a 10-year anniversary band. It's diamonds all the way around. Mm-hmm. So we're not throwing out like my fake set that I wear when I want to wear silver, which, right. by the way, some of the richest people in Sarasota I know, it's have hilarious. complimented me on this. <laughs> he must really love you. Look at the size of those stones. And I just smile pretty because I'm yeah. like, you idiot. That's cubic zirconia <laughs> made that ring. Anywho, yeah. So what's the other article you read? Because I'm dying here. So tell me how you feel. Actually, no, no, no. I struggle with expressing my feelings. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what this is, and then I'm going to read the statement by the manufacturer, okay? Oh my god. Are you ready for this? This sounds fun. So it's spam figgy pudding. And here's what they said. Can I vomit before you read? If you need to. Okay. The makers of spam of the sp- spam brand wanted to create a limited edition seasonal variety that captures the magic, warm flavors and nostalgia we all crave during the holiday season. And with spam figgy pudding, the brand did it all in one can. So now go. Tell me what you think. First thing, why are we not having you do professional commercials? Why do you say that? Because I want to retire. Uh-huh. And second thing, I, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> uh, How soothing you wow. were reading about spam. That's not... No, that's, it's very much the, a compliment. Okay. It's very much a compliment. <laughs> Thirdly, spam is one of the most disgusting... I don't You know care. I've never had spam. You 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 had worse than spam. You had army food. Mm. So spam would be luxury live. Now I have seen people fry it in butter and mm-hmm. make it crisp like a bacon. Mm-hmm. I would try that, but I'm not trying it in figgy in a figgy pudding way. Okay. That's disgust. Where is it sold in the U.S. or just? Yeah. So we could go buy this. So this is gonna, this might shock you after the reaction that I just got from you. It is sold out. Everywhere. Everywhere. My God. Yeah. That's a, com- that's a commentary. That's a commentary. Yep. But these same people wouldn't get the vaccine because they didn't know what they were putting in their bodies. Wow. We went there. Oh, okay. we went there quick because that's the first thing that came into my mind. Okay. I don't know what's in it, man. It hasn't been tested. But they're buying figgy pudding spam, mm-hmm. which most likely is figgy pudding animal parts. <laughs> and it's not the animal parts we like to eat. It's stuff like hoof and butthole. And like genitals that's what spam is made up of like that's the thing like i'll eat a nathan's hot dog uh-huh. because of the way it tastes but yeah. i know what i'm doing right i know full well that i'm putting into my body parts of the animal that are so disgusting yeah so disgusting 
but uh, every now and then a good Nathan's hot dog. Not so much since the surgery. It doesn't yeah. agree, but the sleeve doesn't like. That and brats. You haven't been able to do brats, brats very much. Brats, man, tear and me up. And you struggle with hamburgers a little hamburgers bit, even. Hamburgers tear me up. Mm-hmm. It's like I've never been pregnant, but since I had the sleeve, I have similar issues to pregnant women mm. with the smells of food, the right. touch of food, almost as if I had COVID, because my friends that had COVID still are having problems with taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's disgusting. I can't even... So we can't even... If we wanted to do a sample and then talk about it in the next podcast, we can't even buy it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could get it online. And, and that's what part of it was like. Amazon was completely sold out. And they 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 mentioned another like big well, retailer. And forget Walmart. Because allegedly, all over, I kept reading articles and stuff about snickerdoodle Oreos. And uh-huh. I was losing my bloody that mind. That sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Went into Walmart, <laughs> no snickerdoodle. Target, oh. no snickerdoodle. Publix, no snickerdoodle. Couple gro- a couple, because uh, sometimes you can luck out with specialty cookies in the drugstores. Mm-hmm. Went to Walgreens, mm-hmm. three CVSs. I was oh. going to surprise wow, you. Wow, you were putting Nothing. some effort into this. I put way effort into it. Mm-hmm. It was the hardest. Hold on, let me get the question. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Let's try to find <laughs> snickerdoodle cookies. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like I was in special forces school. <laughs> oh, I'm evil. Yeah, a little bit. You know what's really sad too is I can't show these assholes anyway because I'm not a B-list celebrity, but also I'm so old now. But if this, if I, if I heard about these shows, ten what's years her face? Oh How, she's got to be older now. Guess what? Guess what? Because that show was like 15 years ago. No, but listen. Yeah, she's she's in her late 40s, at least early 50s, Melby. Oh, Kate Gosling's in her late 40s, 50s. Right. So you're right. And I'm probably in better shape than Kate. But listen to this. Listen to this. I just thought of something so <laughs> hypocritical. So <laughs> hypocritical. We love Ninja Warrior. That is true. And when they talk about how hard Ninja Warrior is, like we totally agree with them. How hypocrite Now, we only ever climbed stuff and swung from stuff like a few times. That's mm-hmm. not, and it's not a part of combat to do the monkey yeah, bars. Yeah, but they would. I've never heard somebody in Ninja Warrior compare that to being in the military. But there have been there have been veterans, some veterans for sure. Yes, but and none of them smoke it. Yeah, they smoke. None the of them challenge. have ever compared it to being. You're right. So I guess we're not that hypocritical because we love American Ninja Warrior. We watch that, mm-hmm. and we have we have not watched it in a while. It's been a little I'm bit. I'm ashamed. But that I show, think it's, just, it's the physical ability that those courses require. When they hang from doorknobs yep. and they have to like right. scale their body weight to doorknobs. And yeah. there's been people with disabilities on yep. the show. Mm-hmm. There's been people with balance issues. There's been people who have been in car accidents. Mm-hmm. That show is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I never judge them. I'm never like, well, you never went to basic, yo. Right. I never judge them right. because I think that's a whole different level of agility and and mental, you know, and they're again and see this. No, it is hypocritical because oh, I me. was about to justify the fact that it's difficult because they're up against a clock. Oh wow! When I was just well, digging, are they? Yeah, it's a timed course, dude. Yeah, but timed in the sense of they finish it and somebody else finishes it faster. Yeah, but I mean, I'm all for that saying how hard that is. But I'm sitting here ripping on the special forces show. For saying that show's hard, mm-hmm. but but this is no. Part but of I'm not nature. disagreeing with the fact that probably what they're doing is hard, 
on the special forces show. But it's a show and they get a break and they can stop. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's what I'm making fun of. They can quit on American Ninja Warrior too, and they have. Yes, and they do. Yeah. And then you're disqualified. And and they fall into the the water and you're sad for them. Right. What's funny about that show is like how loud. Like I, uh, like I, I'm glad we haven't watched it in an apartment mm. because I get super loud during that show. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm screaming, rooting, and my hands are sweating. My heart is racing. Mm-hmm. So I can't believe we forgot about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I um. I read an interesting article today, and this, this is going a different direction. But Tell me. I don't, I don't care. I wanna, I wanna get your <laughs> thoughts on this, and then we'll we'll start to wind down here. You know I have an issue with the white Jesus. You know yeah. I have an issue with that. Like yeah. our whole lives we were given the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, right. white yeah. Jesus. Yeah. When he was Middle Eastern and he looked exactly like the Taliban. Okay? Right. He looked like the Taliban. Mm-hmm. Now, I could have went easier and just said he looked like an Iraqi or an Iran person, but mm-hmm. I, I had to go with the Taliban. Sure. So the article today said why that's so problematic, that we've oh. trained people, especially children, to only see a white Jesus. And the author had a very profound point. If we would have trained people going years back to welcome the fact that this was a Mid-Eastern Jew, racism against Mid-Eastern people, mm-hmm. even in light of what, however you interpret 9-11 and the hate crimes that have been done against Muslims, would probably never have been as bad as they are. The hatred for Muslims specifically, had we not force and spoon-fed people the white Jesus. Oh, Interesting. And it was an awesome article. I thought it was, and I did share it on my Facebook page that we've we whitewash Jesus, mm-hmm. and every time you whitewash people, you're taking away from it. It desensitizes people to the fact that I'm telling you right now, Jesus was borderline black. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the people that we encountered yeah. in Iraq, mm-hmm. the people that we saw when we sat. Yeah. When we walked by literally the very place that they claim David sat to write the Psalms, mm-hmm. what color were those people we were seeing? Yeah. They, they were brown people. Right. And whitewashing Jesus, because, you know, I'm sorry, most of the races I've ever encountered are call themselves Christians and or evangelicals. I'm sorry, it's a fact. I'm not being an idiot. It is. Mm-hmm. But this article was done so well saying, had we not done that, Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have like avoided a lot of racism. Also, I think what we should do is find that raccoon that attacked <laughs> that girl, and every time we meet a racist or yeah. like a Holocaust denier, yeah. just let him go free on them. All right, just say attack. Yeah, like this is a racist idiot. All right, attack. Yeah, yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you and I have been reading things, but we, we haven't really been talking to each other about... Like, you read all the time books mm-hmm. and stuff, but, like, when you research topics and articles... I, I actually look at articles a lot more than you and I talk about. I just realized that. It kind of surprised me to hear you say that you read an it article. Just today, I shared it. Check yeah. out my Facebook. I will. I, I chose <clears throat> Whitewashing Jesus. That's an excellent article. I'm trying to think about... There was something else I researched when I couldn't sleep at my sister's house because I was too excited about the conference. That was mm-hmm. a different type of insomnia. Right. It was excitement. Mm-hmm. And I researched some other article about... Well, you know I'm always reading about Florida mm-hmm. and, like, the craziness that is Florida. Did you see that picture I posted of um, the Uggs? Yeah. The Uggs and Coles? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, why? Right. Why? Why? Why is the Floridian... I don't understand... 
Uggs to begin with. Well, Uggs, it's an insulated boot. Yeah. It's an insulated boot. Yeah. Before it became a fashion icon, which again, why? Yeah. It was a shoe used by people in Alaska. Yep. Floridians buy them and wear them. Mm -hmm. And somebody wrote on my Facebook, oh, it's for like the two days of winter. Mm -hmm. Even then, why? So you spent upwards of $200 to wear them twice. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Uh I am actually donating a lot of my winter boots. And people are like, well, what about when you visit Pennsylvania again? Yeah, you're right, but they're taking up space, yo. Yeah. And I don't need them. Yeah. Why? Why? But I'm always researching things in Florida because it's just... This is a wacky state, man. <laughs> but then I go sit on the water and have a margarita, and I'm like, yeah, I can put up with the craziness. Mm-hmm. And it's 70-something degrees right now, and it's December. Yep. Great workout weather. Mm-hmm. All right, so last week I wasn't in a good... Last um, episode, I was hangry, mm. and which I did discuss at my conference, my issue with being hangry with people, and they mm-hmm. all kind of rallied around me. Nice. And I told the funny story about how you finally, after years of being abused, if we were going out on a Saturday or Sunday mm-hmm. and we had to run an errand, mm-hmm. choose a restaurant to do our date and pick up groceries, and I would say, well, what you want to do the errand first? You just automatically started to gently just be like, I think we should eat first. Yeah, when initially I would say, like, yeah, let's get let's the hard get the stuff errands out, of the way. out of the way first and then go eat. But then but yeah. after verbal abuse and years of it, yeah. instead of, like, filing for divorce, you just you just started going. And yeah. you did it gently. You didn't even, like, you kind of just <laughs> kind of manipulated me into, like, oh, why don't we eat first? Yeah. And I'd be like, but, honey, it's 11 a.m. And you're like, I know, you still need to eat first. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do well with what am I grateful for in our last recording because I was hangry mm-hmm. and I hung up and I literally housed, you know, housed for me as I took three bites and yeah. I was full. I, I'm I'm going to let you kick it off. Oh, I wasn't ready to. You're not ready to? Yeah. But that's what I like about what are we grateful for. We kind of need to just like take it from the heart. It should be, mm. you know, something we plan on. Right now. You want me to go first? I mean, no. I can go first. I, I can actually, I'm really grateful for really good coffee. Yours was good? Yeah, mm-hmm. mine was crap, so oh, I'm not I'm so grateful sorry. for that. Yeah, mine didn't taste right. <laughs> but I have, a, I have a secret to tell you, though. Uh-oh. You know how, like, you only drink that horrible black coffee that sm- it smells like if a skunk was killed uh-huh. and then it decomped? That's how Ben's coffee smells. Wow. And I love stuff like hazelnut praline, yeah. vanilla bean, pumpkin spice. Yeah. That's my coffee flavors. Yours is decomp. Uh-huh. I made you your cup of coffee. And you have yet to tell me if you thought there was something different about it. Oh. The cup that's right in front of you, was there anything different about that cup? Did you pick up on any notes? It was delicious. But you didn't pick up on any flavor notes other than extremely dark rose skunk. He's taking a sip, which we're going to have to hear him swallow, which is so gross. Nothing? Mm, There is something there. Okay. (laughs) Um, well, it's a game I like. To- well, I'm also kind of down to the last little bit that's cold, so I okay. And my, I feel like my game is off. I like to tease you. Is there hazelnut in it? Oh my god! Seriously? Yeah. Is there? Yes. So you mixed it with your coffee. I mixed it with my coffee to play mm. to, to mess with you to see if you pick up on it. I mean, it was delicious. But I mixed it with hazelnut when I have two <laughs> other kinds. Good job. But I just did it as a little tricky, yo, because I'm a tricky troll. Well, I am grateful uh-huh. for the company that I now serve. Yes. 
and I, I am, am too. I am actually. still in the state of Florida because of this company, mm-hmm. not because for any other reason. It's not for the reason we moved here. Mm-hmm. It's not for any other reason. And the only reason I haven't packed up and went back is this company mm-hmm. because my stuff is already half packed all the time, thinking about going back to Pennsylvania. Um, although I do think the withdrawal and missing Florida would be really difficult now that we've embraced it. Mm-hmm. But I am so grateful for the company I work for. I'm so grateful for the people I work for, mm-hmm. the diversity, the, the, the love for African-American people, for people of all different ethnicities, mm-hmm. for the support and, and the training that they give for about working and helping serve the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. the lack of racism, the lack of sexism, the lack of any type of homophobia or, or hatred of any kind, mm-hmm. which is a remarkable feat when it is the largest nonprofit in the state yeah. that is the most, in my opinion, racist, homophobic, and sexist. Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful to have been hired by this company yeah. and to be serving families of this company yeah and my heart my cup is full i've i've never i've so we've been together so we've been married we'll be married 16 years years. in march so 18 years as friends right and i've witnessed you in a lot of different settings a lot of different companies Then every company of mental health you've been either my friend or my husband yeah so i've known you your entire mental health career and i have never seen you this happy and this fulfilled I know. Mm-hmm. It's remarkable. It's incredible. And I'm past the honeymoon phase. And also, to be honest, you know, with everyone, I've already had difficult conversations with my boss. I've had stressful moments. All those mm-hmm. things have been there. Right. But the way they're Oh, yeah. All no, handled, your job is stressful. There's yeah. no doubt. But I've never seen you as as happy. Um, I think I said fulfilled already mm-hmm. earlier. But I've, I've, like, I've never witnessed you. Yeah, the cup is it's full. It's almost like this company heard about you somewhere out in the universe and they they created and tailor made this job for you it's insane mm-hmm. yeah they've let me do my own thing yeah. and use my own gifts in right. the right way but it's and it's not even let you it's like this is what the job is and you fit perfectly into it yeah they're so, a beautiful company yep what are you grateful for the coffee that's my answer wow that's profound isn't it are you also grateful you've never thrown away my wedding rings yeah yeah, I actually, think. I am. Yeah. yeah. That would be terrifying. I know. I, you know what, though? Listen, Ben, like I joke that I rage on you, but you know that beautiful ring my sister gave me? It was an expensive ring, and I put it on the, we have like the dry yeah. wick. Oh, remember the one you lost in the leaves? And you found that, but but honey, that was costume. Costume But it jewelry. still had meaning to but you, But it had meaning because it? it was from Annette in honor of the death of right. us losing Prince. This ring she gave me, it was so beautiful, mm-hmm. and it rolled off the dry wick thing, and I turned on the disposal, and it chopped it into a million pieces, and then the stone went ahead and went down the sink, mm-hmm. whereas I could have retrieved the stone and maybe had a band built for it. Yeah, I'm grateful that you've never thrown away my rings. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. You don't really throw... You've never really thrown anything valuable away. You just like to... Like move stuff or misplace stuff. I mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I do that. <laughs> so as the holidays are fastly approaching, I think we should 
not talk to each other about some topics coming up around Christmas. Okay. And then just do an episode around some of the stuff going on with stress and and Christmas shopping and okay and all that stuff. I saw a cute meme that said. Um, I've traded in my everyday anxiety for my fancy Christmas anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so I That's think good. That would be good topics. Yeah. But again, we're open to hearing from the people, and yeah. we love you guys. Thanks I think for listening. If you're listening to us on Spotify, there's actually a, a question option on Spotify that you can just respond to, and it goes directly to our podcast. Mm-hmm. I think. And if you watch the Special Forces show, The Ultimate Test, mm-hmm. just don't tell us about it. Yeah. Just, I don't. <laughs> Just please don't tell us about it. Don't, yeah. don't, please don't even, you know, just don't. Yeah, no. No. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I no. don't. I don't care. Right. All right. Well, until next time, everybody. <laughs>